0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome to our wrestling podcast and before we introduce today's episode we here at our wrestling podcast would like to extend our thoughts and condolences to the family and loved ones of the Fink himself Howard Finkel he passed away on April 16th of this year he was 69 years old rest in peace Fink we will miss you And everyone will always remember you as the original voice of not only WWE, but of professional wrestling. So, without further ado, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And today's topic, the legacy of Kurt Angle.
1: Owp, this is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave, along with Jess, David, and Cuz.
0: You ever devoured outta
1: Don't forget, Craig. It's true. Bringing you our perspective oh, on the world nice. of professional wrestling. No inside sources. No ties to the industry. Just stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today: the legacy of Kurt Angle. Hit us up on Instagram at Owp2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Why are we talking about Kurt Angle today, guys? Not that I'm complaining in any way, shape, or form.
2: This is Dave's favorite wrestler. It's Arn Anderson and He's Kurt great. Angle, but Kurt Angle, I think, is number one. If I, if, am <laughs> I correct yeah. on that, Dave? What about Flair? By
1: a Flair's mile. One? Buy a mile. Come on. You like Flair, too, though. Flair, yeah, Flair's not, all right.
2: Dave yeah, is all Angle about is. Anderson and Angle. The two A's. Double A. <laughs> Just, Double I A, Hey, Hey. us on
1: Spotify. I'll tell you straight up. There was a time probably over a decade ago where, you know, when, when diehard wrestlers will always sit, I'm oh, sorry, diehard wrestling fans will always sit around and go, okay, your top five. You know, who's your top five? And top five tag teams, top, top, top five WCW, top five wherever. And we literally, okay, who's your top five all time? and i i get shit on a lot you know as i'm not as Why? well no i'm not i'm, I'm just not at i'm not a wrestling encyclopedia like some wrestling fans are and in the back of my mind i'm like there's just no way i can't say this i don't care what i'm gonna bring out in the fact but i said i said you know jess you're gonna give me some shit right now but i'm telling you Kurt angles in my top five and that's when jess and it was over a decade ago just looked at me he's like you know what man he's like that's that's a good argument. There's there's a lot of meat on that bone. I was like, I'm like, really? You think he's like, oh yeah. He's like, it's that's true. He's climbing into no it. Pun he's, yeah, he's climbing into that, um, into that, uh, into that top five, even you know, greatest of all time categories. Not to say that he'll get to the greatest of all times. It's it is tough and and, and it will change over time depending on generation. But Kurt Angle at the moment is in that conversation, he's a Hall of Famer. He is uh, one of the greatest of all time. And unfortunately of current events of now, we just uh, have heard that Kurt Angle has been released by the WWE due to the whatever constraints they're talking about. We can go over and over about how that's horseshit, but.
2: Well, that's why yeah. I wanted to talk about him because. Yes, I was like, exactly. Well, it's probably the perfect time to talk about him. I mean, not that there's ever a bad time to highlight Kurt Angle's career, but. Right. Um, yeah. And he was just doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. He has been on camera for a long time. But um, just when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Just kind of topical. Let's talk about him.
0: It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. No, there you go. Just like, uh, you know, you have the uh, Hogan's and Macho's and Warriors that are childhood memories and going into the the Hearts and Ramones and HBK's. I mean, I know you guys are older than me, but for me, the, the teenage memories are Stone Cold Rock, Angle, Triple H, and all those guys, so. A lot of good memories yeah. from Engel, man. Angle was right in that things. conversation
1: for sure, for sure. So Kurt Engel was born in Pittsburgh, in, uh Pensil- you know Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Son of Jackie and David. He attended uh, Clarion University of Pennsylvania. He had a degree of education in '93. He has four older brothers. Uh, his father was a crane operator. He was actually killed in a construction accident when Angle was 16 years old, and he dedicated his career and autobiography to his father. He stated in an interview that following the death of his father, he would he would regard his wrestling coach as his paternal figure. And uh, while training Angle, uh, while training Angle Schultz, his uh, his coach was murdered in January '96. Uh, one of the sponsors in the Olympic perspectives. I, I how did this guy win a broken? How, how did he win a medal with a broken neck? Can someone explain this to me? Mm-hmm. And his mother died in 2015 after a battle with cancer.
2: Like, so far, typical childhood, Dave. I don't know. What yeah, it just, it just sounds pretty bad. reasonable
1: to, to me. That's fucking just, normal.
2: Who here hasn't had
3: white picket I mean, everyone, fans? Everyone they love. Gold medal like... winner.
1: <laughs> Holy crap! Right. So like, literally, he 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 uh he started amateur wrestling at Mount Lebanon High School. He won varsity letters in football and obviously in uh, wrestling. But he was an all state linebacker. He was undefeated and on his freshman, on his freshman wrestling team, and he qualified for a state wrestling tournament in his sophomore year. That's that's saying a lot. To qualify for the state tournament in your sophomore year as a wrestler is not an easy feat. He placed third in that wrestling tournament in '87, and then when he graduated high school, he he went to Pennsylvania Clarion University. He continued to wrestle at an amateur level. He was a two-time National Collegiate Athletic Associating Division I champion, a runner-up in 91, three-time NCAA Division I All-American. Kurt Engel has a pretty, pretty decent you know, amateur wrestling background. Uh, after graduating, he continued to wrestle. He won a gold medal in the Fila uh, Wrestling Championships in Atlanta, Georgia. And then he prepared for the 96 Olympics under Dave Schultz at that point. And he was training 8 to 10 hours a day. Um, Obviously, fast forwarding, Kurt Angle won a gold medal, as we all know, with a what?
0: A broken freaking freaking neck. A broken freaking neck. I thought it was arm. I'm sorry. I thought it
1: was a pinky. (laughs) Right, yeah. So he won the gold medal in the heavyweight uh, weight class. Despite that injury, he defeated an Iranian wrestler by the name of uh, Abbas uh, Jadidi. Uh, official's decision after competitors wrestled an eight minute one on one draw. Um, doesn't matter how the point scale worked out, but angles, a gold medalist in the Olympics of wrestling, which is just absolutely incredible. And then he, he said in 2011, he was going to be doing a comeback in amateur wrestling in 2012, but he said he couldn't make that. He couldn't make the trials. He had a knee injury. Um, he held an honorary honorary title as a team manager. And he was already inducted into the international hall of fame in 2016 for amateur wrestling accomplishments. But we start to get into that professional wrestling career. So guess what? Kurt Angle's like, well, I guess my amateur days are over. So maybe I should go talk to someone in the, in the professional wrestling world or the entertainment world. So he goes and talks to Vince McMahon and he says, well, you know, your 10 year contract sounds good, Vince, but uh, you know I can never lose, right? And that's where Vince goes, ha, ha ha ha! It was nice meeting you, son. And he sends him on his way, right? Shortly after that, Kurt Angle uh, joins an ECW event in 96, ACW. October 26. And, you know, he, have, he attends a taping there and he gave an in ring interview. He provided guest commentary between Taz and Little Guido. But he left the building after Raven crucified a bleeding Sandman, oh, Sandman no. by attaching him to a cross using barbed wire. Angle was so shocked by the imagery and afraid of his career prospects were going to be damaged. He threatened to sue ECW and Paul Heyman if he was shown on television in the same broadcast as the stuff. Mr. Angle, I but don't know what to what? say.
2: <clears throat> it was Two one years of the greatest lot, moments not, in Olympic history when you won the medal.
3: Collapsed your knees and then put the gold medal on your mom. That was one of the greatest moments in amateur sports history. And I thought you'd like
1: to know the young man sitting there was about to compete in this matchup. Little Guido is quite an
2: amateur wrestler himself. New York State high school wrestling champion in both his junior and senior year. He's been competing in the UWF in Japan for a year and a half and just won a big match.
0: Little Guido, this is Kurt Angle. Mr. Angle, I just want to say it is an honor and a pleasure to meet you. And I hope you are impressed with the things I do tonight. Damn right. As <laughs> I am in, as Damn. impressed
3: with you. So, it is basically, an honor to meet you. You are an I When Io he starts watching Monday Night
1: Raw '98, he's like, wow, these world class athletes do uh, a lot of things that are athletic. And he saw Stone Cold and he's like, wow, this guy can entertain. And then he started to concede that this is not so bad. As, it's not as bad as he thought. So instead of of having a 10-year contract literally handed to him, Angle had to try out with the company. And due to that tryout, he was signed to a five-year deal in August of 98. So two years later, um, I guess the contract did come three days after the tryout. So obviously he was pretty impressive in that setup. He trained under Dory Funk. Um... <clears throat> he had developed the Funkin' JoJo training camp in Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, began wrestling in front of a live audience uh, in under a week. Angle was already working. Um, he was in the uh, World Wrestling Alliance, the, de- the development of territory for WWF at the time. And then he was also working under Tom Pritchard. And he actually, he actually wrestled on August 20th and mm-hmm. lost to him there. He wrestled multiple matches in WWE. And... <laughs> You know, it just kind of goes on and on. He he goes under pro wrestling, PPW, and Memphis, and you can see this is working pretty quick. He's he's in weeks and months, and then all of a sudden he's on WWE television on March seventh, Sunday Night Heat with Tiger Ali. Seeing, um, <clears throat> it's just there's a lot of stuff going on after several weeks of vignettes. Angle made his uh, televised WWF in ring debut. November 14th at Survivor series at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. He defeated Sean Stasiak at that time.
2: When I first uh, saw Angle, yeah. mm-hmm. I remember distinctly thinking because everybody everybody knew who he was, but well, not everybody, but you know, but people who just followed the Olympics and kind of knew his press, knew what Angle was and what he had done. Um, so I, I'm really interested when I see an outside athlete come into wrestling, because there is such a fine line between a great athlete doing what you do, whether it's basketball, baseball, you know, amateur wrestling, whatever. Um, and then going over to wrestling, you have to learn how to entertain, you have to learn how to project your character and hit that fan all the way at the top row. And I so I'm super interested when someone with an actual wrestling background comes in because they can either not get it at all or get it like really quick. And I remember distinctly and I'm not saying I'm some like I saw it coming a mile away, but I watched him move and I was like, God damn it. Like he gets it like he just understands it. Everything he did. I was like, it's like he'd been wrestling for like five, six years on the indies like before. Like he was that good that quick. And Dave read how fast he was just going, they were just putting him through the motion there, putting him under uh, you know, funk, uh, putting him under uh Dr. Tom and just making sure mm-hmm. that he knew the fundamentals, which I'm sure he picked up on getting him like, used
0: to losses too.
2: Yeah, getting it just getting him the, the on the circuit, and this is how it works. And here's here's, you know, you had the crowd here, and this is why, because you did this at this time. And he I mean, so much you have to take in in what would take most people years to kind of perfect. Angle was so good at it within a year of deciding that he wanted to come and be a pro wrestler and the basic training he got and the little indie experience he got, he was already really, really fucking good on television. It was, it was kind of amazing to watch.
3: No, I totally agree. To start with, to start with, uh, uh, an, Olymp- an Olympic gold medalist thinks they have a very, very short window after the Olympics to, to, to get famous or to pick that next step. Look at Michael Phelps. Look at everybody who's ever won a gold medal. And he had kind of he spent a couple of years, I think, floundering. I think he was a sportscaster. I think he pitched for local things in Pittsburgh. And to show how kind of green he was or how uh, innocent of the business, I think that whole story of thinking he was going to walk in the WWE, and not lose because he's an Olympic gold medalist shows just how much he had to learn. And to go from that moment and to spend, I think it was Bruce Pichard who said... Uh, amateur wrestlers spend their life not going to their back and Kurt Angle immediately took to taking bumps and flat backing good and good just point. got got his natural kind of movement. So to go from that and to become that and then to, even when he started to go from an Olympic gold medalist and to, to allow himself to be kind of a little bit cocky and a little bit yes. uh, that slight kind of heelish <laughs> but American hero, he came a long That's- way and it just shows how open he was. That's what I was going to say. Like, to me,
0: like, because obviously, you know, Stone Cold was the, uh, you know, he was the badass. He was supposed to be a heel, but you liked him. But, like, to me, Kurt Angle was one of the first guys where, like, this guy's pretending to be like he's good and wholesome with his, you know, with his three eyes, intelligence, integrity, and intensity. And he was Olympic, you know, gold medals and everything. But it's like, you could see past that. And I fucking love it. I love the way he was playing it. And, you know, like, I think right off the bat, too, didn't he come in with the three eyes? Not not on Sunday Night Heat, but like when he first debuted against. Uh, yeah,
2: that was like his his introducing. Yeah, was himself, coming in yeah. right at this time. But like yeah. you could
0: see that, and it was like, dude, this guy, this guy's awesome. Like like even though he's supposed to be a heel, and I'm supposed to kind of see those tendencies in him, but him playing the wholesome good guy, but you know, you could see past that and see that he was actually a dick and going to be a heel. Like that was just fucking great, man. Kurt Angle got it right right off the bat. Fucking love that. You
1: no, know, in so many ways, right? Like you said, to be able to work from your back. Like amateur wrestlers are like, you can't ever be in that position. he's like, oh, no, this is where you work from. This is where you come back from. He understood it pretty quick. I'd love to ask him that question. If I was like, if I ever got the chance to be in front of Kurt Nagel, how did you go from that amateur background where you can never work from there to so quickly going? No, in this realm, it's all about performance. I'm going to be on my back and it's all about how I get up. And I think he figured that out. I, I'd would love to hear him tell that story. I think I don't I, know if we ever know that, right? I think
0: it was kind of like how I said when we when we talked about the um you know the cinematic matches, the boneyard and the uh, the Firefly Funhouse, where I said, "All right, I got to separate myself from what I'm used to in professional wrestling. I got to get used to this, and I got to let go and, and and just just embrace this." And I think maybe that's what Kurt Angle did. He's like, "Okay, I well, get I,
1: it. I I agree with you. I, I, get, it. Say, I say, get it. Saying that is great. This. Saying that is great. I get it. Doing it is entirely different." Yeah. So. Well, he, he, was, a to he was a natural athlete too. He was
0: a canny ice man. He was a natural. <clears throat> he is a natural.
1: You know, absolutely. So, you know, when it comes down to it, you you, you talked about the three eyes. He was presenting himself as a role model at that time. You know, intensity, integrity, and intelligence, and those promos and ring entrances, and even to the point where he would taunt people with "Where are your gold medals?" Right. So at that point, Angle had won both the European Championship and the Intercontinental Championship in February of two thousand. And he billed himself as the Eurocontinental Championship in, or champion. He dropped both those titles without ever conceding a fall in a two yes. falls triple threat match with Benoit my and favorites. Jericho, totally protecting him.
2: By well, the way, because yeah, and even before that, what really put him over and mm-hmm. and I got to rewind back to Royal Rumble two thousand. Um, oh
0: yeah, with he Taz. was
2: he was undefeated and they, yes. for two or three months, Angle was undefeated because he's a real athlete. He's, like, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. You can't beat me. And he would cheat to win. He'd pull tights and shit like that. And kind of, so again, to Cuz's point, he was building his heel character. You're kind of understanding who he was. Um, so at Royal Rumble, it was pretty much like, I'm going to face an open challenger. I don't know who it's going to be. So he comes out there and they're in New York, by the way. And so he gets out there and he's just, you know, he's, he's doing his heel <laughs> stick role. with the crowd Uh, He had been undefeated and they had been, you know, hyping. This is a huge lesson to me about how you manage an undefeated streak and how you can make it not kill the talent when they finally lose. Unlike Goldberg or Ryback or other people, Asuka with undefeated streaks. So he out of nowhere, they play Taz's music, who had been rumored to jump from ECW to WWF. Well, it was true. So Taz's music plays. The place goes nuts. Taz comes out, puts his famous choke on Angle. Angle taps out or he gets choked out. No, he passes out. Yeah. yeah, Within like, you know, a minute or whatever. And instantly loses his undefeated streak. You would think, what a squash match. What the hell? The next night on Raw, he gets out there and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically goes, I wasn't ready. And like yeah. it, he instantly, he instantly got all of his heat back. It didn't matter that he lost. He didn't believe he lost in character. He didn't believe he lost. That is storytelling. That protected him, and he That's only hard. went. He only got more famous and went up from that. Like Dave said, he wins the fucking Intercontinental and European Championship a month later because he was that fucking good. And that loss. And losing his undefeated streak was almost like cutting shackles off of him. And he just, he ascended after that to where so much, in fact, that the guy who went over uh, didn't have that much of a fun ride, Taz, after that, where Angle got, you know, and that's just what you do. So when... Goldberg lost finally, or or you know um, Ryback lost finally. It's all about how you do it. If you make the end undefe- of the undefeated streak itself define their character, and you take it away from them, you kill them. But if it doesn't define them, which I wasn't ready is genius is fucking genius and made people boo him more and made you be like, you fucking asshole. Like you, you totally, I watched you get choked out. Oh, he, choked. and then I think, didn't he get the ref in there? And he's like, admit, admit that you let him choke me. He choked me. That's not a legal hold. Yeah. It was all beautiful. It was brilliant. And, and it saved his character. It's how you can get over more by losing. Like, it's a perfect example of if you just, you, if somebody's writing good shit for you and you're good in the ring and you can translate that uh, he night, was already an expert on was the mic at this point, was he not? I mean Jesus Christ my he already so shows cold, that he can I adapt to the wrestling yeah, Taz took yeah, out uh, Kurt Angle at the Royal Rumble I wouldn't put a lot of stock in the integrity of the IOC now,
0: but it, it is to my movie. understanding that it's not really his
2: fault I mean he appears to be such sort of a street here. thug that perhaps was not brought up the right way and in turn, lacks integrity. One of my three eyes. So all I wanted to do tonight is clear the air and say that no apologies are needed for last night.
1: That, I think I that think that's, that's what people doing, all underestimated. It not
2: to worry. Was great at the. Your Olympic heroes they they don't they don't think about it at that time. Oh no, bad. he grew into it. I'm like, yeah, that yeah, was yes, right. kind of good from the get. So you uh, you can keep moving forward. Sorry, I just no, I, no, the Royal Rumble no, to me no, was I, so. I think- It was so important. It taught so many lessons about how they used to run their business and they don't even run it like that anymore. They don't know what they're doing. And like, it's just, it's so perfect the way he came up and that loss was the best thing that could happen to him. Ironically coming from a guy who didn't want to lose three years before or whatever it was that he first came in going, I can never lose. I'm a real athlete. Like, yeah. Now his, his first big match he lost, but it was the best thing to ever happen to him. It, it, it rocketed him to the top of the card basically.
1: Yeah, because at this point, I mean, even though he's aligned himself year. with uh, Edge, Christian, and you know, team ECK, which I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you know, they're they're kind of on their way up at this point. And then he kind of feuds with Tukul cool and Rikishi, Tukul cool and Rikishi, and then Angle defeats Rikishi in the finals of the two thousand of the ring tournament. So now he's already yes. a king of the ring winner. And then he went under a feud with none other than Triple H over a love triangle between them and and Stephanie McMahon How great was
2: that? Do you remember that? How fucking yeah, great was Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> like come on. Like w- when you're put into this kind of storyline, you know big things are coming your way and he's earned that, but he earned it quickly. I'm sure that was an issue in the locker room. Maybe and we'll he talk handled about that later. it. Think
2: about the way he handled he handled he it. He
1: didn't even have a problem. He had no issue. He didn't How many didn't times now
2: or even then do you see them try something like that with the wrestler? They put him up in a high thing. The, the angle doesn't go as planned. And then the next program is they're just kind of in the bottom of the middle of the card and then they kind of fade away. Angle was thrust up there immediately and he passed every test Hanging in there with Triple H and Stephanie, the boss's daughter, which you know Vince watched all that shit really close because it was sure. a higher, it was a higher up on the card feud. Yeah, um, and like yeah, Angle just fucking almost it seemed effortless, effortless. Excuse me, um, that he, the way he handled it, it's like he wasn't even stressed about it. He just went in there and knocked out of the park. It's it's amazing. It really is to watch. Yeah. And did, is, uh, did,
3: and, uh, did Triple ahead H ahead. did Triple H like uh, let the young kid kind of go over and really make him? <laughs> <this kinda laughs> I knew you were going
1: <laughs> There was a change in the
3: storyline, Craig.
1: Um, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay. Uh, He lost to Triple H on Unforgiven. And uh, he bumped in. Before that match, had even started. He bumped into Stone Cold looking for, you know, the perpetrator who ran him over. It wasn't Angle, obviously, but Angle offered friendship, one of his gold medals. Austin was not pleased. He was telling (laughs) him he would keep it in a safe place right up his ass um, before attacking Angle and throwing his medal on the floor. So... He attacked Angle before the match even started. Again, I hate to say it, it protects Angle a lot of ways in that, in that realm. Of course. Losing Unforgiven is not bad when Stone Cold beats the shit out of you before you even come out to the ring. Um, following that feud, Angle receives another push. Another push. I think the push never stopped, but um, he pursues the WWF Championship. He yes. Defeats, he defeats The, the Rock. Rock at No Mercy. Um, there was botched interference with The Rock's behalf on Rikishi. He gets that victory over the rock. He was the first wrestler to have won both an Olympic gold medal and a world championship. He retains that championship for the rest of the year. And he, he won won King was King of
2: the Ring. And he was in the final championship. King champion. of the Ring, and all that. And he was Earth Euro Champion. Jesus Christ.
1: And he he fought The Undertaker at Survivor Series in a six man Hell in the Cell. He beat Triple H in Royal Rumble. That was yeah. And then That was Armageddon, was,
0: right? The six man. Title match uh, yes. Again? Yep. All right. And then he eventually loses match.
1: the title to The Rock at No Way Out. That's quite a resume for just two years.
2: to at WrestleMania 17 in 2001. Oh, yeah. He wrestled Chris Benoit in a match Mm -hmm. that... Well, people don't talk about it for a good reason. But I mean, like, legitimately, like, some people were like, oh, man, like, you know, he got the world title taken off from him or whatever. Now he's back down to the mid-card. If you ever view as getting in the ring at WrestleMania against Crispin Waugh as a demotion, you probably should have your wrestling card, uh, wrestling fan card have your taken examined. away from you and ripped up no, and then shoved not, up your ass. It's not a Like, whoa, th- right up the ass. That's ridiculous. Is. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, think about like the loaded card that all the other storylines they had going at Mania 17. And I view it as a treat where they were like, um, we're not going to have any over-the-top, you know, storylines with you, Angle and Benoit, like we do with the Linda McMahon being in a coma. In a we're just going to let the wrestling and tell gonna the story. Out, right? we're yeah. gonna, you guys just go out there and fucking wrestle. And they just did. tear the house and, down. I mean, it was, you could tell they both just beforehand were just like, yeah, just fucking just be as rough as you want. Be as stiff as you want. Benoit would not have had it any other way. Uh, no jokes, please. And then and <laughs> angle angle was super physical. And so angle was going to get in there and they both were swelling each other's eyes because they were doing the amateur wrestling spot in the beginning. And you could see both guys forearming the other guy, like rubbing yeah. against the other person's eyes to purposely swell their eyes. So when they stood up, it looked like they were really fighting. And like, it was just all, it was such a great match. And I think angle escaped, Didn't he like get in the ropes or something like that and pin him or whatever. He got a quick, pin on Benoit yeah but I mean like it was like oh well, yeah for, I remember watching or, that match going oh I'm my rest the wrestling fan inside me he defeated wrestling... him
1: at Wrestlemania x7 but then he lost oh, him at yeah. backlash in the ultimate submission match Benoit this defeated angle good. four falls to three and sudden death continuing that feud angle defeated Benoit in a two out of three falls match at judgment day Another and a great Benoit match and angle after an angle slam and a pinfall only's fall and then Angle made Benoit submit with the ankle lock and the submissions only fall. Angle won the third fall, a ladder match with the help of Edge and Christian. Just, I mean, when you think about all of that, it's just incredible storytelling, incredible work over a period of time. Um, I, I know people just kind of shudder when they hear the word Benoit, but you can't, <laughs> you, you just can't, uh, dismiss the ability that was
2: in there. If you were in wall was with a while, big, was a very big part of his career. Almost all throughout. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: I I agree completely. I, I don't think anyone would ever disagree with that. Moving into Oh, one and Oh two. This is where we find Kurt angle as a grand slam winner. Um, when the WCW and ECW titles were purchased by WWF, the wrestlers from both promotions joined. They formed the Alliance. They invaded the WWF in 2001. Dubbed as the invasion and as that result angle actually turned face he began a storyline where he joined the forces with WWF champion Stone Cold Steve Austin to fight them and to resist them
0: right some of the greatest comedy in WWE unlike is that know, is that where the, the little cowboy hat comes into play right yeah yeah yes yeah that's the be- yeah. That,
1: that that's my favorite
0: shit. Jimmy crack like, horn and all that stuff yeah
1: i mean this is just this is gold right here if anybody ever wants to go back and watch some classic uh stone cold and 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 angle together, where he's like, Yeah, yeah, I got you a yeah. hat. And he gets in that little fucking boy hat and he, I love you. With,
0: wears it with pride. I you love know. you. You love me? Yeah, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the best comedy, like the only time WWE ever did comedy really good was this time. Everything else Some is cringeworthy that. after that.
1: Well, I, I think angle just allows us to be open up to that. And that's one of the things he contributes in this Hall of Fame speech is that. Just have fun with it and trust the people that are helping you out. And um, I'm not sure if that's the best advice now, but um, Angle trust it, was and it and it works yeah. the guy you got to trust. Well, and, and the right and Vince and too. <laughs> no, and down. Vince. What we do, we get some steam. We get we get shape later. yeah. Make them a exact same.
2: Hey guys, how's this look?
3: <laughs>
2: Yippee <Yippee-kay-yay>. ki <laughs>
0: So
1: as part of the angle team, WWF lost to team Alliance when Austin churned on his team to join the Alliance at the close of the match. Austin nailed angle with a stone cold Stunner, causing him to get pinned by a bucket. after winning and losing the WCW championship, WCW us championship and the WW hardcore championships in matches with Alliance members angle defeated Austin in a summer slam rematch to win his second WWF championship. In that was a so, really good match. That was a yeah, really, it good,
2: was match a really good match. So
1: had a good is that, th- is that, is that like all of those titles plus two WWF heavyweight titles inside of three years? Yeah. Is this right? is
2: second. This was a second WWF championship in three years. Yeah.
1: Wow. So he dropped that title back to Austin in October 8th, uh, episode of raw when uh, Regal joined the Alliance as the commissioner and cost angle the match. And then Angle subsequently turned heel and joined the Alliance himself during WrestleMania X seven. He actually, uh, he had a rematch between Vincent McMahon and Shane McMahon. He interfered to aid Vince, but then struck the members of the team WWF with a steel chair angle later ultimately returned to the WF side by enabling the rock to defeat Austin in a where it takes all match between the WWF and the Alliance at survivor series. But he remained a heel claiming sole responsibility for the destruction of the Alliance. Anything to say there so far? No. Maybe? I'm not a
2: big, I'm just not a big fan of the invasion and Alliance angle. I thought it sucked. I mean, obviously the stone cold and Austin or angle uh, feud was fantastic and everything. Yeah. I just, everything the moments, goes, I like, there were moments, but yeah, the yeah. whole,
0: the whole invasion part was the dumb. Whole but invasion like part was just you dumb, had the greatness mess. between mm. Austin, McMahon and angle. That's, that's, that's what made it honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and the Booker T of course, Booker T and Austin, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so at Vengeance, Angle lost to Steve Austin, who was the WWE champion at the time. But there was that one-night tournament to unify the WWE and WCW heavyweight titles. That was Chris Jericho and The Rock at that time. And then on January 20th of uh, uh, 2002, Angle entered his first-ever Royal Rumble match at (laughs) at the Royal Rumble. Hey, was it a Royal Rumble match at the Royal Rumble? How oh, this shit's written just fucking beyond me. Um, he lasted until the final two. He was eliminated by Triple H at that time. And then at what? No Way Out... Oh, what? What happened? He, he, he lost to Triple H again? Is that a problem?
2: No, Triple H never wins. I was just shocked that you said that Triple H won something.
3: Craig, any comment? <laughs> no, I th- I think it's good for Triple H. I think uh, it's just... <laughs> Really starting to catch the eye of people at this point and to give him the rub and nice Royal Rumble. Um, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> at no way out,
1: Angle defeats Triple H with assistance from special referee Stephanie
2: McMahon. That's a fucking typo. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Triple H lost.
1: <laughs> for the right to face the <laughs> WWE so, Undisputed champion at
2: WrestleMania uh, Let me let me put the fast forward button on a little bit. Not you're doing a great job. I just, so I'm going to jump ahead to WrestleMania 18 where he Kurt Angle wrestled Kane. And you talk about like two people that you look at a paper. You're like, how the fuck is this going to work? I would dare. I say to this day that he carried Kane to the greatest match that Kane ever had. And around this time, I could start looking at it and going like, how is Angle not the best wrestler in the world? Like he, Not I get uh, the championships they give to you. They write it in the script, whatever. Okay, fine. You want to say that, but just what he had done in a short time, the way he adapted to the performance style, he was excellent on the mic. He had all those legendary, um, um, Matches with Crispin Juan, that whole feud. Uh, he also had the legendary vignettes with Steve Austin and the cowboy hat. And the I love you and you love me and everything, everything. He'd won multiple world championships already. He gets stuck with Kane and I'm no offense. I don't have a problem with Kane. He's a hall of famer and all that, but that's like oil and water. Like when you look at it, it's like, what the fuck? And oh, he crazy. carried Kane to a great match and, and he won, he beat Kane at WrestleMania 18. And around that time, yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck this guy like, he, he's showing me everything that a, a truly great professional wrestler should show, which is taking people with lesser talent. And again, I'm not shitting on Kane, but, but, you know, he's big. He's just a brawler. He's a little awkward sometimes. He's taking people and he's molding himself to them going, I'll wrestle your style, but I'll put my little twist on it. You know, I remember a high spot in that match. I think he belly to belly Kane off the rope. Off the top oh rope to God. beat him. And like, it's like just amazing shit that he would do and he would just put into his matches. It was incredible. So much to where we fast forward um, to SummerSlam of 02 and he faces a debuting, a pay per view debuting Rey Mysterio in probably, again, uh, as many great matches as Mysterio has had, probably one of the best of Mysterio's matches on the main stage on in the WWF in like the big time. And one of Angle's best matches. Their, their match at SummerSlam 02 was. You go back and watch that anytime you want. That match is fucking phenomenal. It's it's amazing.
1: So you're just gonna skip the hair match, bro?
2: You know Damn. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. You're right. Because, <laughs> well, that was
1: important. You're right. That was important in Edge's career too. Yeah. Well, I mean, not 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 too much too. I mean, I mean, Angle loses that hair versus hair match. I think the reason why it's important is because the way. Angle handles it afterwards. He puts on the wrestling gear and puts a wig underneath it. I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Which is great. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. But um, but then, you know, September of that year, Angle starts a feud with Benoit. This is the unfor- uh, Forgiven. And then Angle and Benoit were teamed together at SmackDown by Stephanie McMahon. And then they actually uh, helped to determine the tag team champions at the time. Angle became the fifth. WWE Grand Slam champion where he and Benoit won at No Mercy, defeating Edge and Rey Mysterio.
2: Really so, quick, if I if you yeah. go back to King of the Ring earlier in that year, it's just a note I have to throw a Hogan fact in here. Um, oh, Kurt, no. Angle, Kurt Angle was the first person to ever make Hulk Hogan tap out and submit in a match, ever.
1: Uh Yeah, no, it's there. You're
2: right. He, he beat him with an ankle lock in King of the Ring, and Hogan went for the leg drop in pitcher angle laying down Hogan goes for the leg drop angle sits up and catches his leg when he drops the leg and turns him over into the ankle lock and he taps Hulk Hogan the first time in Hogan's career that he'd ever tapped to anybody or or been submitted period which is yeah
1: The problem with this is we, we want to try to to push through things, but there's so many options here. We're like, well, I can't so skip that, that. that, by the way. I,
3: I think what I think what it does is you want to talk about when you start be a professional wrestler to give people a couple of years to like really find their footing and find their voice and find their character and make mistakes in there. And everything we have just talked about in the last 15 minutes was first two years. um, as a mistake,
1: yes, Greg. Right?
3: Yeah, I mean, to, to to be responsible and to be given the the rocket to to do every single one of these feuds and to win these all the belts that he won in the first twelve months of his career, and then the feuds he did, and then to anchor the alliance and then Stone Cold, and then Back to Edge. Plus, you have his comedy chops, which never diminished him because he could always no. kick your ass on on as soon as he's done making fun of himself. He could all goes back in the ring and it doesn't matter. So he never weakened himself by all that just Ah, and for Hogan to allow him to do that on year. Is it year three at this point? Just year
2: almost year four. He can say that I beat Hogan, but I tapped Hulk Hogan out for the only time in Hogan's career he's ever tapped out in my third year. wrestling,
0: I honestly like I know I, I make fun of Hogan all the time, but I honestly love Hogan's later years, even though they're not like Best, I, I guess you can say they're not the best. I still enjoyed them. Hogan with Taker, Biker Taker, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, all those guys. But man, Kurt Angle tapping out Hogan, man, I I love it. Not not because it's tapping out Hogan, but just Hogan going in there and like I'm gonna hang with the best still, brother.
2: Well, and Angle, if you're gonna put him in there with anybody who can who can slow down and dumb down their work for Hulk, because he was. Not Hulk's never been a wizard in the ring, but especially here, he was way past his prime. For Angle to get in there still, and understand not only who he's in the ring with, but yeah, slow down and, and wrestle yeah. and work Hogan's speed so Hulk can still look like he's relevant and get in there with Angle. And you believed it. Because you look at that, you're like, fucking Kernle's gonna destroy him. But just the way they set the matchup, yeah. you know? <laughs> he, he got to be Superman Hulk and do his little spots or whatever. And then yeah, that that super creative spot where I mean, I can only imagine how they talked about it. Like, how do you want to end this tonight, brother? Um, I'm thinking brother. you're going to drop your legendary leg and I'm going to catch you in mid leg drop and put you in my ankle hold. And you're going to tap. Okay. Like, I mean, it's just well, kind of, whoa. Okay. Like, first he was shit. like, no, like, brother,
0: there's no way that's going to happen, brother. Finn, Finn, nah. well, if you Finn's don't, Finn's I'm going to do it for real. <laughs> yeah. that, that doesn't Finn's work Finn's Finn, for me, brother.
2: He's <laughs> like, so if you don't, brother,
0: my beer can penis is going to come out and drop <laughs> on your head, brother, and crush your skull. Hogan, I'm gonna actually really do that to you if you fucking don't agree to go with this. I okay, was, brother. And
2: even as a Hulk fan, I remember watching Hogan tap, going like, "Well, it's against Kurt Angle." Like, I literally like just yeah, let no, no, exactly, like, oh, yeah. Fucking a beast. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? Well, there you go. That that
0: you know what? I'm just sorry. That when we do guilty pleasures part three, Hogan's latter years in WWE, later years in WWE, after the uh, NWO coming back in 2002, those I guilty pleasures. Those are my favorite years of Hogan disqualified
1: moving on other than nw <laughs> yeah
0: go on go on <laughs> team angle
1: starts in the realm of two thousand two. so good angle wins angle. his third wwe <laughs> championship at armageddon defeating big show with the help of brock lesnar um he's in his third reign he begins a new storyline he gains the services of paul Heyman and uh builds his stable of team angle and stephanie McMahon actually says hey the big show and benoit are gonna face each other to see who's gonna face Angle for the title at Ron Well, and can I jump in yeah, real quick? Like, please. I think it's
2: kind of poetic that you know Angle was put on the scene and he adapted so quick and he excelled so quick. And we're talking about all these accomplishments in his first four years. He takes two other people um, to to be you know the greatest tag team slash team Angle, um, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, and they're unknowns and they get thrust up there in a main event storyline with Angle. And how good were those guys? With him, I mean, how good was the world's greatest tag team? Tag team, they were fantastic and great. It, it just shows like that, you know. But they were all great athletes, but because Angle blazed that trail and he was so successful in a short amount of time, they were more confident. And Angle probably in the back was like, "No, I'll totally work with those two. The guys, they're great." Like, and so I loved it. I loved this whole period with him, mainly because Paul Heyman was writing SmackDown. But I mean, it's just so everything was just so they were all being used so great. And every one of them because of Angle's influence and the level that he put himself at, they all had to perform up at this top level. And it was, it was awesome. It was incredible to watch here. I loved SmackDown in 2003 and like Oh two Oh three. It was just like, I don't think it got any better.
3: And and then I think this, uh, this is the time period when he actually started to have, his first bout of problems and needed surgery after the WrestleMania match with uh, with Lesnar kind of skipping forward a little bit. But I think this was the first time he took some extended time off to kind of heal, but uh, not, not to go over, uh, r- run, rush past that WrestleMania match, but man, Brock and Brock and Kurt and that kind of that final spot.
2: Yeah. And, and I remember the documentary, they did a WrestleMania 19 documentary where they showed Kurt Angle, like we all, it got overshadowed because Brock fell on his fucking head. Uh, Doing the Shooting Star Press, but Angle like almost collapsed. I guess in the back, and they had they had a golf cart him like across the arena because like he had to go to the hospital. He was like just barely hanging on. So much in fact that before Mania nineteen, they were considering not allowing him to go out because his doctor was like, if you take one wrong fall, like you may not feel anything anymore. Like you may get paralyzed. Like you're bad. And so I guess angle just really sucked it up. And I mean, how great and physical was this match against Brock at 19? Right. You know, Jesus Christ. And it just, like I said, it got overshadowed by Brock falling on his head from the shooting star press. But I mean, angle was right there to make sure the ending didn't get lost. And Brock somehow had it left inside of him to F5 him and pin him. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, it's just like it, I, all these things, man, like, you know, just, and, and, and think craig's Craig saying he's taking time off to have pretty major surgery, right? Like, you know, even if it's just like cleanup surgery to get bone spurs out and stuff within four and a half years that he started wrestling, he's going so hard that he's just destroying his body. And we forget the Royal rumble, 2003 match against Chris Benoit. Um, that yeah. he had that, that, I mean, again, was better than all their previous matches and all their previous matches were fantastic. Like Jesus, I, I, I can't say enough like about this yeah. era and about Angle here. Like,
1: well, to your to your point, you know he he had a a pretty famous doctor, you know, go in and do that neck surgery, repair nerve and spinal damage, calcium buildups, bone spurs. Doctor Drew, yes, uh, yeah, Doctor, doctor No, huh? uh, Doctor oh. Hall. I'm pretty sure huh? I was close. Remo- he removed the afflicted disc and fused his vertebrae together. Instead of um instead of doing that. Angle opted for a less conventional surgery where he removed only the spurs and selected portions of the disc. The alternative surgery reduced Angle's rehabilitation time from 1 year to 3 months so he can get back on the road the road as they would say, right? So Angle returns to the face in June shortly after returning Angle uh, defeated Lesnar in the big show at a Triple Threat match at Vengeance, which, by the way, is one of my favorite matches. Yeah. I think this was the best Big Show was ever produced, Um, and it's a Paul, Paul Heyman, Heyman Ooh, episode. Paul Heyman. Ooh. Yes,
3: okay. all Need day
1: that. long. Nathan these Jones, triple, Matt
0: Morgan, all of them. Oh, these man. triple
1: threat Ooh. matches that Heyman produced, and this is like the triple threat of all triple threats, is what makes you believe that it can work. Uh Big Show, Lesnar, and... <laughs> and Angle, in my opinion, are some of the best triple threat matches you will ever see uh, in, in, in any era, and Paul Heyman's a big part of that, So, but I digress. He regains the championship for a fourth time already. We're not even five years in, okay? During this time, Lester seemed to become an ally to Angle, um, but he was secretly working with McMahon on a plot against him. Uh, he turns on him in a still cage match between him and McMahon, uh, where Angle was the guest referee, um, he never tolerated. He said Lester said he never tolerated him losing the belt at Vengeance. So um, <clears throat> insane. After retaining the championship against Lesnar at SummerSlam uh, by an ankle lock, he dropped the title to Lesnar in an Iron Man match at SmackDown on September 18th. I want
2: to say that was Pro Wrestling Illustrated match of the year. And what I mean that that was match of the year. That the Iron uh, Man match was, was fucking great. Yeah. So good,
1: and, and then Angle forms a five-man team to rival Lesnar's team at Survivor Series. Um, and Angle's team ends up victorious. And even though Angle was eliminated by Lesnar, his team comes out victorious, which is pretty cool. So then Angle gets involved with uh Aviva La Raza in a feud with Eddie Guerrero. Um, Any comments before we start on this one?
2: No, I mean it was all. Par for the course, it was literally building his legacy over the whole time that, you know, in that summer and the whole 2003 year was just like.
1: And by the way, is Guerrero also forming his legacy pretty much simultaneously?
2: Well, and Angle was a big part of that. I mean, Guerrero grow took a little while he was always great as a mechanic in the ring guerrero was he it was True. fantastic but guerrero was getting his character down here and his feud with Curt angle launched guerrero into greatness and uh, on the main stage and of course you know you get someone like uh, again i know a lot of people are <laughs> going to be like you know oh yeah well he's in there against Benoit, yes. so of course he's going to look just as good look who he's in there with oh he's in there against uh guerrero of course he's going to look good he's in there against so and so yeah but How many times have we seen oil and water? How many times have you seen big names go together and they don't work? (laughs) And like, and, and Engel was making everything work. He's like a true champion.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you this. If people were saying that after the first three or four years of his career, then they obviously weren't paying attention to the
2: first three or four years of his career. But you know what I mean, like you know a lot His of people. Angle makes it work all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, matter. but no, you know what I mean, like when you talk about yeah, people during a, like a boom period, a you know, or whatever. Like they always say, "Well, I mean, yeah, of course they had legendary matches because look at their, uh, yeah, of course, uh, uh, Flair and Steamboat was good. Look at the two names involved. I'm like, but that could easily shit the bed. So easy. You have no idea how that could shift yeah. the bed. Like, Flair and Steamboat had to understand each other, and they knew to angle uh, like a true champion, like like the old NWA champion used well, to travel. He had to adapt to every, and not just have a passable match. He made sure this match will steal the show. and well, did you know what? Every I, I got like, to say, champion.
0: He, he was the Bret Hart of that era, after the Attitude Era. Yeah, that was, was the was Bret Hart. A, I mean, that was honestly, a world.
2: That's a world champion mentality, how, like right there. When, when, can you can
0: you tell me when he had an oil and water never, match? Never,
2: never. We were talking there about really I, I can't think of one. I
1: really can't there you think go. of one. Yeah, yeah. So anyone that thinks Daniel that, Puder, you know, I have no I idea think. what they're talking about. Well, oh, yeah. Whoa, we're going to
0: get there. We're <laughs> going to hey. get yeah, there. You <laughs> cop <calm laughs> you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch.
1: But we got to talk about Eddie Guerrero before we get to Mr. Pewter. So, you know, Eddie defeats Lesnar at No Way Out for the championship and Angle defeats Cena. To become that number one contender for Guerrero's title at WrestleMania 20, Um, I I have to believe there's going to be a soundbite put in here somewhere, guys. But I have to tell you, um, we all know how this turned out. Uh, Angle in our minds is destroying Guerrero throughout the match, and it's one of those great,
0: one of the greatest. I lie, I cheat, I steal.
1: Just you know, the boots getting loose (sighs) for like 10 minutes, and finally, and like the third or fourth ankle lock. Guerrero's able to God pull the damn. boot loose and, and pin angle and just steal a victory and get out of there. Uh, one of the, one of the, I I actually have a, I don't huh? know if you guys know this, I have a shirt Guerrero angle WrestleMania 20 because I just, I I know am, you do. I'm not fond of it. I mean, I still have it. I still A wear little it. footnote.
0: Yeah. A little footnote on everything. Kurt Angle's facial expressions.
2: Yeah. Is and I think his <laughs> facial, <laughs> his facial expressions, especially yeah. when he lost. Yeah. When, yes, he, when, he lost when he loses and he's, and he's holding the boot in his hand he's like what the fuck like you could just tell, or, like
0: or any time in a match where like it's a grueling fucking like you know wrestling fucking match and when he pins somebody and they kick out and the the facial expressions that he shows it's like oh, he's great i believe this guy is trying to beat this guy and he can't get it done and he's showing the emotion in his face right now like mm-hmm. his facial expressions are, are Probably, I I would say top three in the business. That's a great point.
3: That really is a great point about his reactions and like uh, everything was a battle and he looked exhausted (laughs) in his grueling. Almost like Roman Reigns kind of reminds me of that too. Like, Yes, um, Roman Reigns is actually good. The exhaustion on his face, like really, yeah. What a great point. Just another thing that he did that was incredible. Absolutely. And the end, the ending no the WrestleMania
2: 20, you know when he, when the boot thing with uh, Guerrero, one of the yes. most creative endings at a WrestleMania for a WrestleMania match I've seen. And uh it was another great way to not damage Angle in the sense of, you know, Benoit or uh, Benoit. Guerrero um you just had to get creative to beat him because From the beginning Like Dave said It was clear That Angle was dominant And he was better He was better than him So how in the world Is this If this challenger Is besting the world champion Right in front of our face Obviously he should go over He's the best No The champion Outsmarted him And caught the quick pin Which is the only way You can get away From a a machine Like Angle And you still see Angle In the ring fuming Which he would have Probably fought another 20 minutes after that Because that's what a machine he was But he was just so pissed He got caught And he had the boot in his hand like what the hell like you know you could just tell it was just all perfectly done that's all character work not to yeah. mention they had an amazing 15 minute physical awesome match between two yeah. gr- great fucking pro wrestlers like yeah and so you have
1: good. to you have to wonder what they would have done going forward because i think that feud might have gone a little longer um but because angle has to go in back under the knife because of more neck problems um he wasn't scheduled to return to action for quite a Quite a long time. So we had to return as general manager. So what we see really at that point is a lot of Guerrero and JBL. So it's kind of like that one of those those manufactured heels to come in and face him. Still not bad. There's a lot of great stuff there. Yeah, be- I know people shit on JBL a lot, but there was a lot of great stuff there Correct. That you should go back and check out. Um and it's not just about propels- good stuff, but
2: shitting on JBL, correct. You're correct, correct.
1: Uh you should shit on that, but you should you should also understand that it propelled Guerrero to greater
2: heights is what I'm trying to say and correct so, and shitting on JBL is also
1: and that's all good you can do that all you want okay so <clears throat> and so um Angle continued his feud with Guerrero throughout 2004 and then he cost Guerrero the championship against you know JBL and that bull rope match at the great American Abash. oh
2: good good um,
1: yeah, oh, good stuff. I'm glad we're covering uh, this shit in an angle and episode. In the work finish. Angle came down in the ring. He showed a replay where JBL shoulder hit the corner, uh, you know, before Guerrero's hand, blah, blah, blah. Um, angle was later fired by Vince McMahon as GM in July of 04 on an episode of SmackDown after McMahon discovered he was faking his handicap status and put in a match against Eddie Guerrero at SummerSlam. And then at SummerSlam, guess what? Angle defeats Carrero by submission. You can't, I mean, I guess you can write this stuff, right? Um, and then on September 9th, Angle feeds, fights Carrero uh, in a lumberjack match, ended in a no contest when a brawl broke out. Big Show then made his return, attacking them both. And then let, this led to a match at No Mercy where Angle eventually lost to the Big Show. There's a lot of work going on in 2004. So, um, this is this is where it gets interesting. Craig, you brought this up earlier. We all know Angle's been on two surgeries. He's hurt at this point. It's bad. Um, even though it's bad, they're like, well, we're going to have a tough enough segment that's actually on live TV. And even though it's on live TV, guess what? They haven't really scripted anything. There's, Why don't you just go and shoot on these guys? You're Kurt Angle. You're a badass. And guess what? Is Kurt Angle going to back down from that? Probably not. We've heard about this on several podcasts, right? So, um, Angle challenged the finalists to a squat thrust competition. Um, uh, Chris Naraki wins that competition, and, the, and that prize wins him a shoot match against Angle. Angle quickly took Naraki down with a guillotine choke, um, but Naraki managed to make it to the ropes, forcing Angle to break the hold, and he took him to a double-A takedown, legitimately breaking his ribs. People forget that. And then he got him on another guillotine choke, and then he pinned him in the process. After that happened, this is where it all gets sideways, even though those ribs are already broken. You want to talk about going sideways. And Angle decides to go, who else wants to come in? <laughs> who else wants to do it? And then down there, was like, I I, I want to go. I, I'll go. He literally raised his hand, and he was like, get your ass in here, right? Uh, Peter is a professional mixed martial artist, and he actually uh, wrestled for position. He um, Angle, even though he takes Peter down, Peter locks Angle in a kimura lock, and uh, with Peter on his back and Angle's arms locked in the kimura, Angle pushed Peter's shoulders down, and the referee was quick, at least to go one, two, three on that. But if anything had ever happened that quickly. Otherwise, uh, Peter probably would have either submitted him or he would have he would have broken a bone on Angle in the process. And um, in that setup, once the pin was handled, Peter tried to shake his hand, and Angle like gives him the riot act. He talks
0: time. shit to him, and yeah. that shows you the difference between a pro and someone who just wanting to be a dick. Like, I mean, I, I get it, you know, I, I, I get it, fu- but well, here's, Angle here's gets fu- it, hey, and Peter doesn't.
2: He's got a key lock there, Peter, trying to get a key lock on Angle. Before he was off the corner. Shoulders are down, and this one is over. Daniel Pewter eliminated by the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, and uh, so much for the UFC. <laughs> I think well I think Pewter got he's always got a bad no. rap. I think Puter's got yeah. a better rap. He was he did kind of come off as a douchey and he had the Tito Ortiz blonde hair, which instantly made you not really care for him. But um But I mean, (laughs) he did angle did ask, but I get what he does. I think they told everybody like, we're going to kind of go out there and shoot a little bit. What Pewter said in one of the shoot interviews he did was they did before even the squat trust, the squat thrust challenge, before they had a segment where it was like a pasta eating contest or something like that. And he's like, they, you could tell, he's like, I picked up early Cause we all knew that they were trying to get us. They
1: were trying to get us lethargic. They were
2: going to get, yeah, they're going to get me bloated with pasta and then they're going to squat thrust us to death. And then angle is going to easily mow through us. But he's like, he purposely lost the pasta competition because he knew if I get yeah. a chance I'm not going to be bloated and he purposely lost the squat thrust because he's like I'm not going to blow myself up. So in the chance that they do ask if anybody else wants to go, which angle did ask? Peter's like I'm ready to go. He wasn't bloated and he wasn't blown up from no, the yeah, squat thrust. So he didn't he did yes. But but it's a competition. He thought that you have to be smart on your feet, and he was. And he caught Angle. Nobody told him that Angle was going to be actually touching him. So when the whole thing mm-hmm. was improv in the middle of the ring, he was just like, "Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to defend myself. I'm a I'm a legit fighter. I can fight for my back and put submission holds on people. I'm going to do that." I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they're hoping that somebody could tap Kurt Angle and become the next big star, and so he did it. And then they're like, they're yelling at him in the back and shit. And he's like, "What? Like you, you put me in this position, so I will defend him on this. I know Peter's come yeah. across as not so good, and but I think that's the locker room and the company Be- shitting on him. And, and because you know,
0: moment. you know, he probably had to think like, this is what Vince wants. He wants someone to fucking rise yeah. up and grab that, and that trash ring. Of course. So yeah, no, I agree with both. I, I agree with both sides, honestly. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it, it, it you should have. Both guys should have never really been put in this position. You think they would have learned Agreed. from from this kind of thing through all the years from brawl for all, et cetera, et cetera. Just, <laughs> brawl just, for all. just don't yeah. do yeah, it. Apparently. And Bill Brasky to, <laughs> to put these guys and to make it, you know to make it real, it would have been awful and it would have been bad news for him to tap out to Kurt. It would have ruined Kurt. It would have it kind of did kill Pooter, I guess. But just it shouldn't have happened. And it was it's just one of the only stories of uh where Kurt maybe was responsible for 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 escalating it when he maybe should have not, but I uh, was probably encouraged to do so. This is just one of the moments where uh, and, and, and if you want to take it even
1: further to blame, it's like why were all the other tough enough guys out there if he wasn't supposed to call them out. You know, if, if the winner of that whole bullshit was the only one supposed to be, he should have been the only one out there, but so many things. It's like the perfect storm is how I always describe the situation. And um, I'll read you some excerpts real quick. And I'm not a big fan of this guy, but I'll read you Dave Meltzer's excerpts on it. He said, it was real. If you don't follow fighting, Peter had angle locked in the Kimura or key lock, yeah. as Taz called it. Although Taz didn't let on that, the move was fully executed. Not only was angle not getting but- out of the move. But most MMA fighters would have tapped already. Well, Angle couldn't on. tap for obvious reasons. I'm just reading the quote. The, the no, ref no, counted it, a this, three, even though Peter's shoulders weren't fully down, trying to end the thing because the reality was Angle would have been would have been in surgery had it gone a few seconds yes. longer, or had Peter not given up in the hold.
0: This is, this is why I agree with both sides, though. the The other side is 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 maybe will will Peter play along with like Kurt Angle did. And he'll set aside his MMA background, and and he'll lose, and he'll take it like a champ, and then he'll go don't on from there. Don't be conspiracy. No, that's the other side. No, that's the other right side, now. though. That really is the other side, though. Just I like want. Angle, Angle, I'm not gonna lose, right? Ha! See you later, pal. See you later. I get it now. That, that, that can even, still be the same even, thing. Even that can it, still be the no, same thing. It, the the it, it easier still can be. the
1: easier way to describe it is: there's a lot of ego on both sides. That's and that's Peter, why I agree with both deliberately sides. did not do the challenges the way he was supposed to. No, no,
0: no good on him. A lot of
1: guy. a lot of people told Angle, "Stay away from this guy." He did not eat the pasta. And Angle was like, when he beat the first guy, he's like, "I'm on I'm on a high for like two seconds. Who else wants to come in here?" It's a shitload of bad decisions on so many sides on live and, TV.
2: And, that, and you yes. see what you
1: see. Angle couldn't get enough no, of himself no, for that But what moment. I'm saying is I agree they with both never, agree with They you. should have never had shoot matches on SmackDown to begin with. There's I, so I agree many with, things, right? Yeah.
0: I agree with Peter why he did what he did. But then you also got to agree on the other side in that, like, well, we want to see if he's going to do what Kurt Angle did. Kurt Angle came in thinking, like, I'm never going to lose, right? Ha, see you later, pal. And then he came in. I got it. I get it now. Maybe, maybe, maybe the other side wanted to see if Peter was going to do the same thing. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's a valid point.
1: I'm not talking about your point. I'm talking about the time. Just getting a little long here.
0: I have a Vince McMahon Funko Pop right here, and he's like, you know what, Dave? Shut the fuck up. All right, right, right. you take it. (laughs) No, just go ahead.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you wanted to take it. All
0: right. Go ahead. Let's skip ahead
1: a little bit. We'll go into the uh, championship and departure in 05 and 06. Uh, So at Royal Rumble, he... uh, he being Angle. He doesn't win in the triple threat match against uh, Big Show and JBL. He took part in the Royal Rumble match itself that same night. He was eliminated in quick fashion by Shawn Michaels. God, that's so dumb. Uh, Causing Angle to return to the ring to eliminate Michaels in retaliation. <sighs> so basically we're going into a Michaels um, Angle Angle, I guess you'd say, right? So, Angle defeats Michaels in a uh, inter promotional match at WrestleMania 21, and he wins the PWI Match of the Year award for that. So, they got a hard on for Michaels, too, apparently. If y'all didn't notice. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? And then on April 14th, the SmackDown... No, Angle that was... Uh, that
2: yeah, match is still, probably to this day, one of the great. greatest Mania matches it's ever. Yeah, and then they had a nice rematch too. Uh, yes, right after that, yeah, it's really good as well. They both they tore the house down. Why are you shitting? Dave on? I, I Why, usually I'm shit on discreet,
1: Dave. You can shit on it. I'm just <laughs> 58 seconds. I'm sorry, 58 minutes, 47 seconds in. Um, anyway, I don't know what that means. Uh, in the same episode, Angle confronts fellow <laughs> tournament intro Booker T and his wife Charmel. Y'all remember Charmel, don't you? Yeah, And then she predicted Charmelle would win that tournament and then on April uh, 21st of SmackDown Angle and JBL interfered in a tournament between Booker and Big Show and that renders it a no contest. That creates a fatal four-way match against the remaining tournament entrants the next week. Which Layfield wins? JBL over those ensuing weeks Angle sexually harassed Charmelle. That's not a good uh life for Angle um, I am just going to skip through this there was a lot of claims that Sharmel had um, done things to him apparently um, and at judgment day Booker defeats Angle and then on June 2nd at Smackdown Angle defeats Booker uh, and Sharmel in a two on one handicap match after pinning Sharmel in, in a lucrative position I'll leave it there um, Angle would then lose to Booker on the June 9th episode of Smackdown And that ends their feud there. So Angle appears in WCW One Night Stand as a Crusader. And at the end of One Night Stand, he and other Crusaders were engaged in a brawl with the alumni led by Steve Austin, in which other Crusaders were soundly beaten. Right?
2: Yeah, and this is around the time where they brought ECW back as its own brand. And so they actually drafted people from the main roster to support the brand. Kurt Angle being one of them, which a lot of people thought that of kind of a of demotion Benoit was one of the ones who was demoted as well or I, I don't want to say demoted that's a word that everybody else used but he was also drafted at ECW as well so you had Angle and Benoit going to ECW which they could have easily like revisited their feud uh the world had other plans for Chris Benoit and also Angle at this time um was was very hurt and he was pretty addicted to pills And so this became a point where they just couldn't really run angle in ECW. I guess, legitly when, when Paul Heyman was interviewed afterwards, they, he legitly wanted to push angle and make him like the top, one of the top guys in ECW. Um, and he was really going to not waste him and use him in Paul Heyman's mind. He's like, you gave me a diamond. Like, so I'm not, I'm going to push angle as hard as I can, but unfortunately angle, um, wanted to take time off WWF wouldn't let him do it so therefore um angle just pretty much quit and asked to get out of his contract.
1: Yeah there's a lot of stuff with Eugene here right um he challenges Cena at Unforgiven. Um yeah <laughs> a lot of stuff with Cena there's a lot of work in this in the setup right um angle challenged him for the title in Elimination Chamber match which also was with Shawn Michaels Kane Carlito Chris Masters there's still a lot of work going on Right, um, and then on January 13th, Angle returned to SmackDown as a surprise entrance uh, in a 20-man battle royal for the vacant WWF Championship. He won by last eliminating Mark Henry, and he retained that title at Royal Rumble. Right, so shortly after the match, The Undertaker made his return, and Angle retained the title against Undertaker <laughs> after a controversial finish. He pinned Taker. While locked in the triangle choke. So, um, Angle and and Undertaker had a highly acclaimed match here. We know what
0: that goes to, right? What's that? I said we know what that leads to, right? Rock versus Angle versus Taker. Vengeance. 2002, bud. 2000, what? 2002. Vengeance.
1: We're like in, what are you talking about? We're in 05 right now. We're in 05, bro. Sorry. I was like, so
2: I tried to help <laughs> you and fast forward to the ECW <laughs> you did. things, you but did. You sorry, 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 <laughs> but you
0: sorry, <laughs> sorry, forget sorry. about that. I'm gonna yeah. keep it in, I don't care. Get, yeah, so it. I was just
1: trying to catch up to where Jess ah. was. So that's just the angle was drafted into these. I mean, you, you kind of missed that another title there, Jess. I was just I trying to catch it up. So, um, angle was drafted to that ECW brand, like Jess said, and he required the name the wrestling machine, wears a mouth guard, he's squashing opponents. Um, he issued an open challenge on one night stand. Randy Orton accepts that angle defeats him. Then he loses in a rematch of vengeance. Um, he appears sporadically on TV throughout mid 2006, but he was granted an early release as Jess had said, because of health reasons. I'm telling you right now, Jess, they knew that he was addicted to pills. There's a lot of issues here. Um, I don't know where they got the information from, but they offered him, you know, rehab. And he said, no, I'll just leave. Right. Am I wrong? This is where it gets really tough.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what it did. He just didn't that's want, he didn't saying. want any part of it. And he just wanted to get out if they were going to, he basically was just like, give me some time off. I just need a little bit of time off and I'll be fine. And they're like, no, you actually have a problem. And he's just like, okay, well, fuck you. No, I don't I'm, let me on my contract. Then, if you don't want to give me some time off. And then that was, they just let him go.
1: Yeah, and this is where it stops with or starts with TNA wrestling for them. He, for them,
2: you know, you could say what you want about the company, but for them, but to let, Well, for them to let him go and be like, fine, go. Um, not because they there was no other promotion as big as them, so it's not like he could go anywhere and and make a splash per se. Um, but like it, it for them to let him go there must've been an issue because they were letting go of probably the greatest wrestler in the world. And, you know, it's like, well, they had a lot of other talent. Don't get me wrong. So it's not like it, it hurt them so bad. Um, I mean, well,
1: if you, if you think about what's happened in in the past couple of decades and then recently too, how many wrestlers have died under the watch of quote unquote wrestling and even VKM, even though he'll take no responsibility. And then you have Guerrero, you know, on his way, you know, soon after that, you have Chris Benoit, killing his family i think at this point they're like you're addicted to pills bro you need to like fix this or you gotta go and it was not yeah. I, I know he's the best wrestler in the world but there was all these if there was nothing else going on they probably would have just let it go they wouldn't have said shit let's be i mean if you're gonna be real and let's be even more real he probably wouldn't be here right now
2: yeah
1: right i mean is that is that fair to say
2: and, and he did yes it is very fair to say and and he did he did get his little time off. He signed with TNA, and I'm 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 gonna yada yada through TNA, not because please I I am only yada yading for time. I feel that <sighs> that his stint in TNA cemented his legacy as I mean I'm gonna save this to the end about my opinion, but um as one of the greatest wrestlers to ever live. Yes, and if anyone's like, oh bullshit, TNA was a so small promotion. Stop, no, listen, no, 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 listen, Angle. It's all about, it's not about ratings per se at this point. When WCW got bought out, WWF's the biggest show we get, or WWE, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Vince Land's the biggest show. And he, not only did he prove himself on that stage, but he goes to this other promotion, which wasn't nearly as structured as the WWE was, um, and had these young talent that came after, like a generation after Angle. And so Angle had to get in the ring with these young guys. He could have easily got into this promotion and phoned it in. I'm Kurt Angle from the WWF, just use my fame. I'm going to phone it in. I'm going to beat this guy. That. I'm going to beat that guy. He gets in there and he tears the house down with Samoa Joe. He, he tears the house down with AJ Styles. Styles he tears yeah. the house down with Desmond Wolfe. Uh Christopher, Christopher Daniels, Daniels yeah. Desmond Wolves. Um, all but he has to wrestle their style, which is the most important thing, which is the most impressive and thing. And they didn't have to slow down for him. He went in there and adapted to AJ's quick style, who was the this new generation of wrestling. Just it's the way the wrestlers were moving. Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, like I said, they all had this different faster speed of wrestling, you know, high spot, high spot. I get it. I know some people don't like it, but angle had to adapt and he taught them. And you can't tell me that they didn't learn from being in there with him. Not only that, again, he was this guy that came from the other promotion that could have phoned it in Kevin Nash, uh, other people uh, that, you know, (laughs) just came in there to came in there to do that. But he didn't, he, he not only got in there and not only said like, I'm no, I'm going to fucking go with you guys. Like, uh, you know, Daniels, Joe, AJ, all you guys, I'm gonna go with you guys. Desmond Wolf, uh, they, that was like one of the greatest matches I've seen in a long time up to that point. His match with Desmond Wolf um was fantastic against a guy who was just, can you imagine being someone young like Desmond Wolf? And like yes. you get in there and and, and he was talented. Legend anyway. like Kurt Every, Angle? Yeah, everybody knows about his story. Well, not everybody yeah, actually. I take that back. They don't. Um, Nigel was awesome. And but to get in yeah. there with Kurt Angle, where he's like, this is all i want i want to get in there with someone of this caliber to show the world i can wrestle too and 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 to to keep up with him i'm so i'm more impressed with his tna run than the last couple years he was in wwe because he showed everybody that i i am a pro wrestler that i really am good at this i really know what i'm doing and i'm going to get in there with guys that are half my age. well not quite half my age but you know 10 15 years younger that are on the next wave of the way professional wrestling looks and the way that the guys move in the ring and the way they book matches and he excelled at it. I cannot I cannot praise his TNA run enough because he was so fucking unselfish. He was so amazing in there with guys that were like I said so much younger than him and from a totally different generation. That defines a champion. That defines great wrestlers like all the praise that Flair got when he was NWA champion traveling around all those different territories all those different styles having to slow down for guys like Lex having to make new guys like Sting this is what he did here and how people don't see that that's the same as what Flair did or what Michaels did oh, you're can be better you're fucking it's been Experien- what we've been talking about throughout this match the fact that Desmond Wolf has had an answer for everything that Kurt's thrown at him look at Angle Angle level Juju Tommy to side off by Juju Katami. And Wolf trying to block it with that grip. Perfect defense. Angle. He's gonna stop trying to it.
0: So I gotta I gotta I gotta say I so obviously I went to get a beer when you guys were talking about the two thousand two area. I thought you guys were talking about Angle versus Rock versus Undertaker after he beat the Undertaker. Um I have to say, man, it... I hate to say it's a guilty pleasure because it shouldn't be, but I, I I get it now. Like so, I fucked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this right here. I fucked up. I came in thinking like you guys were talking about uh Angle versus Taker versus Rock. Okay, obviously Moa. you guys were talking about 2005 ECW Angle okay. versus Randy Orton. That is a good match, and I hate to say that it's a guilty pleasure just because I don't think people get that that was a great match, and people think it's a guilty pleasure, but. Angle um, versus Orton was fucking great and then you know, obviously after that he went to TNA and everything but uh, I, I'm just admitting I fucked up earlier when I said oh you okay. guys are talking about Angle <laughs> wow you've but admitted have it three no, times no, have I'll, to. I'll let you pass I have to. You
1: admitted it three times <laughs> so Craig but, but I, I don't know it's, it's I don't Freddy. know I don't on on. On. but it's Craig, you... admit that. It a good
2: pleasure I don't know how much you... Did you follow him in TNA at all, Craig? Yeah. No. From ECW to TNA.
3: No, I I did not follow and it blew my mind to realize that he spent longer time in TNA than he did WWFE yeah. he yeah, spent 10 crazy. years in TNA and 8 with WWE 10 years um, oh. I mean and so Insane. you add that and you really thought you'd never see him again how he fell out with Vince and how he would freely discuss the <laughs> ending and what happened and what never are the, say never pal I mean what never an amazing pal. treat to kind of see him have one last small run and to see him in the Hall of Fame uh, and to see him come back and we were there uh, yeah. at Wrestlemania when he was announced no!
2: He's gone. Can he get to the ropes? Is he gonna tap? He's just this close! You yes. can see just inches away, but Angle pulls him back! He's reaching for it! He's making it don't just tap down! Gentlemen, you Well, and it's God, hard to during and that during the great. TNA run, uh, that's when he started racking up the DUIs too. And like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, we were talking to Dave and I were talking off the mic before we hit record. And we were all talking about, I remember distinctly during this time, we were like, we're going to read that angles the next to die. It's going to happen. Yeah, and, because he, it, I mean,
1: and it really bothered us by the way. It right. wasn't like we are making
2: yeah. fun of it. We're like, Oh my God, he wasn't, he's going to be the next one. Yeah. He we wasn't admitting he thing, had yeah. a problem. He just kept feeling, Oh, if you just give me a week off to, you know, I'm with TNA not, now. Wait, wait, not even more, that. So am I, I'll be fine. am yeah.
0: I, am I wrong to think like, so in TNA, didn't he crash in his Lincoln, right? Yes. Lincoln SUV? Yes. Okay, yeah. 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 At that point, I was just here, and thing I don't want to do that. This is,
1: all, this is all along lines where we'd see that. 50, 60 wrestlers dying in like a two, three-year span, whether they're at the lowest of the independent cards, all the way up to even major WWE, you know, you know um, storylines. And, you know, Guerrero and Benoit were obviously one of the highest ones of those time wow. frames. And when we started to hear about Kurt Angle and his fourth DUI and then hearing rumors like 50 pills a day, we're like, oh, my God, he's going to be next. We really yeah. felt that. And we were really, really, yeah. Yeah. we were not making fun of it. We we're like, he's going to be next. And we're like, this fucking sucks. It, it, it's kind of like Xbox,
0: yeah. how he said he's Xbox said, uh, I thought we we're going to get that call one day that Scott Hall died. Like, that's the same thing with Angle. Like, yeah, they all. all they thought thought I, I remember all of us thinking yeah. that, too. Um, and yeah. yeah, and Craig we,
2: Craig shed light. I forgot it was ten fucking years. It's a long time with TNA. Yeah, he did so yeah, much yeah, stuff. No, he yeah, was the, yeah. he was general manager. Uh, you know, he did all he, he did. Wrestled, try, he got himself everything. together. He went through a divorce, like legitly. Mm-hmm, Karen mm-hmm. Ang- which, Karen Karen, his way, wife Karen
1: Angle. Yeah. How's How's Karen doing? Did you Did you get her digits? Did you
2: scratch those down? Who Karen Angle?
1: Yeah, of, like you know, you wanted to. Oh, oh my god!
2: Her. Yeah, she was a hottie. She, hottie to trotty, but and then. And then <laughs> what was a cool thing in TNA was even though the affair, she had an affair with Jeff Jarrett behind the scenes, yeah. Angle finds out about it. They divorced, they split, and then fucking Angle still cool as shit. They him and He's Jeff like, Jarrett had a this, fucking great line. feud. Yeah. They had an awesome yeah, storyline. Exactly. Like and and like and they had great matches. And like I'm like, God, like you know, I, it sucks that all this happened, but, you know, like, Jesus, like, he was still sharp. He could still get in there and wrestle a good match, even fighting all the demons. But fast-forwarding, because it is long, he did general manager. He did start to clean himself up in TNA. Um, yeah. Uh, he, when does, he, la- uh, he, he even does, had a little stint do, with the... Uh, Japan
1: for two years. Yeah, he did a little he version. Did. He, he did. won the IWGP Brock,
2: championship. It was, like, a different version yeah. of the IWGP. Sure. He won that, too. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: does a little Lucha Libre for a year, independent circuit for another year, and then finally he comes back to WWE in 2017. Great, um, and that's when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame January 26, which we were all like so happy that he was there, that he was actually there, and someone wasn't giving his speech for him. Um, that's to me is one of the best things ever about the story is that Angle not only was there for his own Hall of Fame speech, but he's still, still here today, right? So, yeah. um, and John Cena actually inducted him into this hall of fame. Yes, uh, ceremonies, great. Which is good. And then he made his first appearance nearly 11 years later, uh, when he was appointed general manager on raw by Vince McMahon. Um, so, and then angle or coming commenta- to sorry, Corey Graves informs angle about some scandalous information that was sent to him about angle. And then angle tells Graves, this is true. It could ruin me. And they had the whole, um, Oh gosh, what was the um the storyline with Jason and Jordan, which father son thing? That, yeah. that could have been great, but then unfortunately, have Jason, Jordan Jason Jordan becomes injured and can continue. Yeah, that's that's a rough thing. I I yeah. watched the match live where he hits his head the way he does, and
0: we got to um, meet him right after that, man. It's pretty much done in New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, so you sad. did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, and this was, and
2: this jumps to Craig's point. Um, Joe Craig and I were live in New Orleans with Cuz. Cuz, Cuz was there with his wife on their honeymoon. Uh, for mm-hmm. WrestleMania 34, where Angle returned to in-ring action for the first time yes, in I don't know how Ronda. many years. Where he tagged with Ronda Rousey in her debut match against Triple H and Stephanie. I, I can tell you there from being live that that match tore the house down. Yes, um, it did. I know that there were other things that happened at Mania, but, but Damn, for man. a moment, silently... When Angle came out, I I got a little emotional because he meant a lot to He still means yes. a lot to me. But He's I mean, like, like all of us to yeah. see him come back. And, and again, I'm glad they made a big deal out of him coming back. But I I, th- I felt back then they don't trumpet him as much as they do the Michaels's and the Flares and the Austins and the Rocks. And I was just like, I wish they did. So I was I thought it was special that I got to see him live come back at WrestleMania and it was cool for me to watch him walk down that aisle and hear everyone chant. You suck. And it was like, it was an awesome moment for me. I'm sure he got a lot of ovation. Don't get me wrong, but I, I felt, you know, Ronda Rousey kind of overshadowed him because she was debuting and you know, it's like, it was a whole thing. I just felt like, I kind of wish I got to see him have one more singles match where he lit up the world. Like the old Kurt Angle used to, we never got that unfortunately, but this was, this was the next best thing because this match was great. And uh, was. even though I know it was more about Ronda, like I said, I, in my heart angle as a wrestling it fan, it was more about angle for me because it was. I loved watching him come down and got to say, I saw that. I yeah. I don't, you know,
1: and then there's a, those sporadic appearances. He, uh, you know, he uh, wins a battle Royal, um, eliminate Barry Corbin, under a mask as the conquistador. Oh yeah, the
0: conquistador.
1: <clears throat> qualifying for you know the World Cup of Crown Jewel, and then Dolph Ziggler defeats Angle in a in a cup tournament, and then this is where I thought it was big when, um, uh, for a spot in Survivor Series, he loses to Drew McIntyre in dominating fashion, and that's where I, I know I talk yes. to you guys and I'm like, see, this is where but it he gets get it. real. He gets it. He's always gotten it. And it's like, it's time for young kids to move forward. And Drew McIntyre getting a a win over Kurt Angle is so big here. And I know, I know it's, you know, a a long time ago, but in, in realm of wrestling, but McIntyre's win over Angle is really big to push him into his world championship uh, dominance that he's currently working with after WrestleMania. So it's a big deal, right? So, There's a lot of matches like that. And then finally, Angle announces he's going to retire at WrestleMania 35. He chooses Baron Corbin as his final opponent. And then um, he embarks on that farewell tour. He's beaten a ton of people. He beats Cruz, Gable, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. And then he finally loses to, to Baron Corbin. Again, putting the right people over for the right reasons. I, mean, I
2: think I think they botched Angle's, uh, you know, the farewell. Yeah, there. they did. I, yeah, they did. I thought that I it could have been know. better. I, agree. Um, I feel that like I feel that Cena should have been his final opponent because that's super yeah, poetic. There you go. There you and, go. Uh, and and that,
0: that makes sense. It's not the loss. It's the, it's the person. He may have yeah. been just a big fan of Baron Corbin, and he's like, you know what? I yeah, and, this, I, I and I'm, sure Dave, I'm sure I'm sure Dave's right.
2: I, yeah, I'm sure that we we the story we saw on television we were bullshit angle should get to go out to the blaze of glory. And uh, I'm sure behind the scenes angle was like, I'm putting over whoever you want because I should be. And, uh, that again, it just speaks more about his character. So yeah, I mean, I, I can say, I thought it fell flat for me, which I did, but maybe you're right. Maybe behind the scenes, it was all for the right reasons. And yeah. you never know. Maybe Vince was like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I'm going to lose to whoever you want me to lose to. Cause I think I should. Um, from a guy who started out and said, "I'm never going to lose" because I'm an Olympic gold medalist, to uh, going out like that, looking at the lights more often than not, uh, that speaks a lot about him and about again he that is, he, yeah. he always once he understood, he always understood about pro wrestling. Once he once it clicked, yeah, w- once it clicked, you know,
1: and it clicked at a very early time, and which is why he was so successful so quickly. I'm just gonna run through the accolades real quick, guys. Uh, if we could start with amateur wrestling. He won the Canadian World World uh, Canadian Cup Championship in uh, 1990. Uh, collegiate high school, uh, you know, Freshman of the Year, in 1988. Uh, Pennsylvania State Wrestling Champion in '87. Uh, he's the Fila Junior World Freestyle Champion in '88, uh, and gold medal in Freestyle Wrestling in 1995. Uh, he's in the International Sports Hall of Fame in 2016. Uh, he's a natu- National Amateur Wrestling Hall of Fame class of 2001, NCAA uh, Division I All-American 1990 through 92, and the Division I champion in 90 and 92 different years. He is the Summer Olympics Gold Medal in Freestyle Wrestling in Heavyweight uh, Division in 96, uh, USA Wrestling. He's the freestyle champion on 97- um, 87, um, Senior Freestyle in 95, 96, uh, wrestling Hall of Fame, 2001. The greatest shoot wrestler of all time has that accolade. Then <clears throat> we get into professional wrestling. He, in the Cauliflower Alley Club, eventually he's a future legend award. That's pretty cool, 2000. Anoki uh, Genome Federation. He's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship one time. <sighs> uh, class of 2012. Uh, professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for Luthez. Special Honoree in 2015. uh <laughs> He's the PPW Heavyweight Championship at, uh, one time. Their Pro Wrestling Illustrated comeback of the year, 2003. Feud of the year 2000 versus Triple H. Feud of the year 2003, 2007. Most inspirational wrestler of the year 2001. Match of the year 2003, match of the year 2005. Most hated wrestler 2000, most popular wrestler two thousand. So three years apart, he wins the most hated wrestler and then the most popular wrestler. How? Who else can do this? Unbelievable stuff! Rookie of the Year 2000, Rookie uh, Wrestler of the Year 2003. He's number one in PWI in 2001. In TNA, he was a six-time uh, World Heavyweight Champion. He was a Tag Team Champ twice with Sting and AJ Styles. He was an X Division Championship once, King of the Mountain twice. TNA Hall of Fame in in 2013. Triple Triple Crown champion in uh, TNA, and then now you get to WWE and WCW World Championship, Wrestling Championship one time, United States one time, Heavyweight Championship one time, WWE Tag Team Champion one time, WWE um, Euro uh, uh, Four Times Championship there, Euro Champion one time, Hardcore Champion one time, Intercontinental Champion one time, King of the Ring in two thousand, WWE Tag Team Championship Tournament with Chris Benoit, he's a winner. And he's a Hall of Famer of the Class of 2017. He's the 10th Triple Crown Champion. He's a 5th Grand Slam Champion. Um, and by the Wrestling Observer, he has the best gimmick, best on interviews, best technical wrestler, feud of the year with Brock Lesnar, match of the year with Chris Benoit, most improved in 2000, most outstanding wrestler from 01 to 03, the Reader's Favorite Wrestler, Wrestler of the Year in 2002, Wrestler of the Decade, from 2000 to 2009 and he has received received a wrestling observer newsletter hall of fame class of 2004 i'm tired after all that i mean holy shit all you got to do is list it right i mean am i this is i mean this kind of who has this kind of resume
0: there's no I, way you're a professional wrestling fan if you're not a fan of kurt Angle. From the time he debuted <sighs> till the time he retired just gonna say that I,
1: I i can't explain how you're not i i don't i don't get it i don't know how anybody could go back and and watch his matches ever in 20 years 30 years ago god damn that guy's good god he tore the house down and the accolades prove it i mean obviously everyone around him like this guy has to be on top everywhere he went he dominated and dominated is not is not holding the title for seven years it's not how it works it's it's, it's taking it, losing it, being able to save face and come back and do it again. Sorry, Craig, you were going to say something.
3: Three days ago, he was released with the with the, with the cuts with a lot of other guys. Yeah. And that was followed 30 seconds later with a text from Jess saying, well, we're doing the legacy of Kurt Angle. And I think if <laughs> that's
1: exactly what happened, if that's not yeah. a testament
3: to the importance of the guy. And if we can pay respect in our own little tiny way, it's jumping on and quickly putting together. And Jess and Cuz are going to be doing um a lot of editing and putting this out as quick as possible Um, for Kurt. I mean, it's, he's, I hope. And I think this last run with WWE helps his legacy. I think Jess's point about him not being trumpeted is very, very true. And whether that comes from how it ended and whether he held the torch for another federation for a decade and whether I, I didn't realize that he had so many feuds and so many matches with Chris Benoit. And I don't know whether that hurt him. So much of his career was fighting with Benoit. I don't, I think that hurts him. But um, I think moving forward, the last two years can only help um, increase his name when it comes to Mount Rushmore's and the legacy and getting in that montage. Of does he WWE. does
1: he approach the Mount Rushmore to you at this point, guys, since Craig brought it up? We talked about top five and Mount Rushmore stuff.
2: I mean, you know, you talk about people use the the generic phrase greatest wrestler of all time. I think it's so hard to define that because it could be drawing power. It could be charisma. It could be a combination of both. It could be. And we all know that like the, the most well-known wrestlers like the Hulks, the rocks, the Austins they're they, they struck a chord with the casual fan and, in, in mainstream media. Um, And they had a lot of charisma. They didn't necessarily do the flippity doodahs or whatever. Uh, They weren't even necessarily the best workers per se. Uh, They just, but, but if you're just talking about professional wrestling and WWF actually coined this phrase, greatest in-ring performer. And they always flatter michaels and flair with that and i'm not saying that they were not or do not deserve to be on those distinctions but the way they plan it out is flair was the greatest in-ring performer of all time and then michaels came and now he is and michaels is the greatest ever kurt angle (laughs) kurt angle (laughs) is is the greatest in-ring performer to ever wrestle ever that's it wow there's nobody else There's nobody else that can do what he did, that can never have a bad match with anybody. Um, from the first three years, we talked about his career, the first three years he, pre- he can retire then and be like, I did everything because <laughs> he did Yeah, exactly. because he did. And like it, but he kept going. He went to another promotion that never had a chance to be bigger than WWE and still got in there with guys and put in work and worked with the younger guys to make them better. No matter what his personal demons were. And he had a lot of them. He had so many injuries where in this "Quote unquote fake sport." He could have just retired. It's not worth it. It was to him. It was to him. Even though we he fell went to in a, love with it, he he loved it. He loved it. Which is what I want to see—that kind of passion in any wrestler, whether I like them or not. To see their passion is what makes pro wrestling great. It's what makes characters get over. What's it makes promotions better. Kurt Angle is the greatest entering I- performer to ever wrestle, and there is no other. The Mike physicality honestly and there's no there's I won't, no one I better won't. honestly I won't argue.
0: honestly anyone can name like several wrestlers in the top 5 but if if Kurt angle is it at, at the very least in your top 5
2: then you have no idea what I you're mean, talking about i mean if you're going to talk about mount rushmore <laughs> i mean no no really you you know, for real but i mean like if you're not going to talk about mount rushmore i get it you know hulk's got to have a place up in no, there no. right uh, you know what I mean? So I can understand if yeah. somebody doesn't but put him on the Mount five. Rushmore, whatever the Mount Rushmore the means. the top five. But I mean, Abel like if you're talking about the art of professional wrestling, where they can, they can be a, a, not just an okay face or heel, they excel at both. On the top of the card, on the very tippity top level, he was the best face at several times in his career. He that- was the best heel at several times. He could scare you to death and be like, he's a machine, he will kill you. Or he could make you laugh with the cowboy hat and B and, 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 you know, uh, shit on himself, but no, this is going to get me over more in the long run. Like he could get in there with Kane and be like, fine, you're going to have the yes, best match you've ever had. had. He can get in me. there with another great, like Shawn Michaels, who again, you would think Durr, but no, not Durr, because how many people have we seen get in there oh, that are big water. names and they just don't, they don't click well. And the, and it's Kurt Henning and Shawn Michaels or whatever. And, and like, you're just like, oh, I just didn't really do it for me. He never had one of those moments. Never. Like, and no. never Flair had those. Michaels might have had a couple. I'm not saying Michaels had a lot because he probably didn't. But I mean, like, but Angle was so dominant on offense and selling. That's the important thing. Like he looked off his offense looked amazing. Whether it was an angle slam from the top rope, or just the angle slam, or just the ankle lock, an ankle lock which didn't hurt his opponent at all in real life. No. You thought yeah. he's gonna rip his fucking leg off right now, especially when he would when he would collapse and then scissor the guy's leg yeah. with the ankle. Oh, that was so, it. That was You're not way. getting out yeah. of that. And like it's it's it was all fake, but yet we all knew. Oh, she's gonna angle's gonna kill him. Like I mean. What other wrestler gives you that emotion? Not many. Not many. I don't think hardly any, to be honest, like, except for him. For him. I
1: think I I think, I think Brock might come the closest to someone like, like to legitimately tear your leg well, off or, or, or kill you. But well, because of his size. I, I, but, I mean, Kurt. Sure, was sure, sure. The, the, like, and and that dude. Brock was real. Yeah. But, but we all knew that Kurt, Kurt was real. Like, Kurt could take you down whenever he wanted to. Um, there were people who were like, well, is it, you know, even Kurt said, well, is Taz going to try to hurt me? And, and Taz was like, oh my God, he can kill me. You know, like there was a lot of respect there, but Kurt was always so humble about it. Like, no, I know this is a work, but I don't want anybody to hurt me. I, I always think that's very humbling of Kurt. Like still he respected, one of the he best things about Kurt
0: Angle was when he was <clears throat> in a fight Taz at World yeah. Rumble 2000 and Mick Foley told Taz the story. He's like, Kurt came up to me and said, what if he, what if he shoots on me? And and McFoley told Kurt Angle, "Are you kidding me? You, you're Kurt Angle. Yeah, exactly. Fucking
1: great. You're Kurt Angle. I don't is, think you're you a problem.
0: Kurt Angle cannot not be in your top five of all time, greatest of all time. Yeah,
2: it's ridiculous that, if anybody it, that's, even that's, thinks that if if that he's not you even can like, cannot be lower than
0: top five. cannot be lower than top five.
2: Even that's, if he never went oh, to TNA, go. I would still put up a good no, argument. Exactly. That he's, no, no, no. Like." He flawlessly got in there with The Undertaker with every single. Hall of Fame name you can think of. Everyone, every one. And he excelled with all of them. Top of many, at the very least. Have you? He's got, he's
1: got matches the year. How many five star matches does he have? I mean, have you ever heard anybody say, really like, oh, Kurt Angle
2: was a one. dick or he just didn't show up that night? No. You've never no. heard that. That's crazy no. talk. That's crazy talk.
3: How much credit does he get in the Ruthless Aggression documentary that came out? I haven't seen it, but does he get his props in that? I actually haven't seen it. Not really. Uh, not really, no. Really? No. Wow. Not really. really. Because, Cena got goddamn, highlighted.
2: Cena got highlighted. Lesnar got because it was like a five series or whatever. If, yeah.
0: if, if the world heavyweight championship was ever well, a big to your field, point though, Craig Kurt Angle and Mark Henry. To your, your point
2: though, it, even though there was a lot of good stuff around him, uh, a lot of the ruthless aggression was with Benoit, and I think that's kind of hard to talk about Angle like during that time because it was had, all uh, with they him. had to
1: eliminate everything of Benoit in the process. But like, uh, yeah,
2: no, he of course, and again, it's it's my whole phrase that they just don't trumpet certain people. Uh, Rick Flair and Shawn Michaels are the greatest wrestlers or in-ring performers of all time. Uh, you know Hulk and The Rock and Austin are the greatest draws, and that's it. That's it. And Angle we're done. is too. And Cena is great. And you know, like, and that's it. And we're done. And we're done. And like, it, mm. but they don't ever talk about Angle. Why? why how can you not like at this point you know Vince is famous for oh he let the warrior back he lets people go he lets it go after a while Vince will let the the grudge go uh he'll let Goldberg come back in he'll let the grudge go never uh, say never uh, Bill. Austin walked out you know he'll let the grudge go why would you not tout angle as one of the greatest wrestlers if not the greatest wrestler you've ever had like because he was that's an inspiration to anyone that's young in that locker room that you watch him watch him please watch everything he does you want to talk about not someone who just gets it but he excelled on in the biggest wrestling era ever the attitude era he excelled he was at the top of the card and he made people look good no matter where he was on the card that's like amazing and he did it on a big level you knew you knew when his segment was coming you remembered his segment because he was so good on the mic we forget that little uh Diddy that you can I, find on I YouTube. I know where you're going. Yeah, the yeah. Diddy on YouTube where after Raw went off the air, he kept coming out and fucking with the crowd because he was coming off our dark match and he got on the mic and he's like, if you chant, you suck one more time, I'm going to go gonna to the back. I'm going to walk out and I'm going to come out and they're going to redo my entrance every time until you learn not to chant, you suck. Of course well, the crowd's going to chant, you he, suck. He went back like four times and he's like, if you do it again, it. I'm leaving. Like, you know, and it was just this great, <laughs> amazing after the camera went off the air how good he is how awesome he is he, like he's great he made
0: that he made that ricky hogan look good yeah that oh, little fucking
2: bitch yeah. hogan like yeah little i mean bitch. yeah he had a great match with hulk and in and, and got I'm telling he, you. you know he just he he was the best i we i know we've gone a long time or whatever but i hope everyone said what they wanted to say but i just yeah, i we feel that strongly about him i feel that uh you don't know what you're looking for nope. If you're an, if you're a young wrestler and you want to watch someone go watch anything he did and, and he will show you like, this is how you make it look real. This is how you, you know, sell like cuz said his facial expressions and he can't believe he'd do a, a angle slam off the top rope and almost a three count. His opponent kicks out. He's writhing in pain and he's pissed. Like how the fuck could that not have worked? Like, and it's just a lot of wrestlers try, but Kurt angle did all of it to, to the best scale of one to 10. Ten. Nope. Every time. Every time.
1: Eleven. Why did the go? He's an eleven. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP twenty nineteen. Click on Link Tree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. This is Dave, Jess, Cuz, and Craig after a you know good long type but of legacy of The fathers saying, tell their
2: sons have it. a good one. And when the story
0: is over, the son looks at the father and goes, No way that happened, Dad. No way that can be true. I was there, I lived it, and it's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, a friend and mentor and a deserved member of the WWE Hall of Fame, please welcome home the one, the only,